Planet Water Podcast. Hello everybody, welcome to another episode of Planet Water, the HNO podcast. And today we have a very special guest. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> so who's the special guest? Huh? Who's the special guest? Solomon is a special guest. I am, yeah. Um, and I'm very excited that you are here, Solomon, <laughs> um, because we, we haven't seen each other for a long time. Yes, it's very true. It's been over a year now, I feel. It's very sad. I know. I was crying the whole time. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I thought so. <laughs> get here to my seat a little yeah. bit. Yeah, that's better. Okay. Are you now, sure everything is tall enough for you? I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say about my kitchen table? Um, I just didn't expect it to be this. It is your height. <laughs> <laughs> it's my height, yeah. So I'm five foot six. Mm -hmm. how, how tall are you, Joe? Six foot four. Yeah, you're slightly, yeah, that's, just yeah. slightly taller just than Just right am, up huh? to the perfect height. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Great. No, this is wonderful. Thank you so much. Which episode do we have, Chance? Ten. Really? Right? Yeah. Jesus. The, the, crazy. The, the tenth episode. So we okay. are double ditching today. Yeah, congratulations. And I think we should, we should cheer already on this. We, we're cheering with Fiji water right now. So cheers. Cheers, cheers. guys. Because I need hydration. Mm-hmm. And maybe you can hear right away on my voice. I'm so sorry, guys. I'm a little... I don't want to say sick. We, we skipped an episode last week because I was not feeling well. Uh -huh. And now I have allergies. It's like, oh, Jesus. Oh, really? And I have no clue what, what I'm allergic to. Huh. It's really, really weird. It better not be water because that will just... <laughs> yeah, that would be, that would be really problematic. Huh? That would be really problematic so for me. Oh, no, hope, hopefully not. Hopefully yeah. not. Um, when he was deaf. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but I don't get it what it is like because I I came to the States in 2011 and I always had allergies in Germany and I was so happy that when I arrived here in California, I was not allergic to anything what was growing outside. So huh. obviously ah. I'm allergic to German, German trees, <laughs> but not to palm trees what it looks yeah. like but now suddenly maybe after seven years and i th i heard it once like after seven years your body is like re resetting yourself or something like this to like the environment to i don't know i don't know that sounds like science <laughs> and now all and the, all the cells in your body like replace themselves yeah, after seven yeah. years ah. and it's really it's really weird why why suddenly why suddenly i have allergies but hey it is what it is and i will survive i think i need to see a doctor to check out what kind of allergies oh, i have I'm it sorry. is what it is yeah i don't have cool. those so that's <laughs> oh, doctors or allergies both uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's great so Solomon, tell tell me a little bit about yourself so what are you doing why are you even here on my kitchen <laughs> table right now well i broke in um no i well uh, we've known each other for a while, uh, yeah. but I, when I'm, when I, I've been doing comedy for 11 years okay. and that is all I do now. But when we met, I was working, uh, you were my boss. <laughs> really? <laughs> yes. Well, you were, you were, you were very, uh, you were probably my, the best boss I've ever had. Oh, thank uh, you so yes. much. Um, and you're not saying it because we are live on podcast. Oh, <laughs> you're not huh? my boss anymore. So I don't have okay, to be Okay. Nice so you kind of you didn't need to be kiss my ass. <laughs> no, okay. No, that's no, great. No. Thank you so much. You can't fire me anymore. I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. But I didn't fire you. That's so. the way you should have. <laughs> 
no, I, but yeah, so I was working in restaurants and doing comedy and uh, finally I broke into TV and I, yeah, I was working with you when I got my Conan set. Yeah. And then I just been for the last uh, year and a half, I've just been working as a comedian, writing on TV shows, traveling and... That is all I do. That's my entire life. I'm I, happy for you. No, I'm <laughs> yeah. so happy for you. So where are you originally from? Um, well, my family is Ethiopian. I was born in Sudan uh, and we came to the States when I was four. Okay. Uh, and so I'm also an immigrant. Um, do you remember anything before oh, the age of four? Not really. Like the, My first memory is flying to America. Wow. Really? Yeah. But still it's branded in somehow oh, like for, in your brain. Like I was, I was, in, the, I was in the plane and I was, I was, I was asking for yogurt. Uh, and somebody translated it and the flight attendant she gave me a, she gave me some yogurt but it was strawberry yogurt and when I was growing up I never only we only had plain yogurt we didn't have flavored that is so, so interesting the second I got strawberry yogurt I was like I, wherever we're going I want to stay there forever <laughs> 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 I love this yeah. this oh, is great yeah. hey not even yogurt is yogurt huh yeah. it's like they are yeah. different flavors the same here with water water is not just water just, and Yeah, once That you get a new thing, you're just like, I want to go check this place out. And yeah, we lived in St. Louis, then Fresno, and then Seattle's where I stayed the longest. I stayed in Seattle for 16 years. Okay. Um, and then I moved here uh, about almost seven years now. When did you realize you want to be a comedian? Oh, that's something, because uh, that's how we sort of learn English, just through American comedy. Uh, I did the same. Oh, yeah. it's, huh. It made the most sense. Um, but like we would watch uh, I Love Lucy, uh, Three Stooges, like just slapstick comedy. And then it was like, I just, we were all obsessed with it. And I think I wanted to do comedy since I was like, like a little kid. And I was not intentionally funny, uh, like uh, most people <laughs> at that age. Uh, and I was very much like, people would just laugh at me because I was the kid with the accent. <laughs> huh. You know that feeling. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I... <laughs> People would get a good laugh out of that. And then yeah. I eventually, uh, right around 17 was my first open mic. And I bombed so bad <laughs> that I didn't do it again for Wait, eight Where minutes. was like, your open mic? This actually ran away to L.A. when I was 17. Okay. Oh, I was no, like, no. my parents were my parents were uptight Africans and I was a very closeted gay kid. So I was like, I'm going to run away. <laughs> and then I did an open mic at 17 and it was it didn't go well. But here in Los Angeles? It was in L.A. Yeah, okay. it was actually like a coffee shop off of like Hollywood. And, and why it didn't no, went well? What happened? I was a 17-year-old talking into a microphone. That's what happened. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever heard the 17-year-old talk? They're not the best. <laughs> really? <laughs> when I was 17, I didn't have a microphone. I yeah. used to be a DJ when I was 16, 17, and 18, but I didn't talk. Oh, so I was just like mixing the yeah. same what I'm doing right now here. But I was like into electronic music like really badly. And my DJ name was DJ Fabrics. Really? With double X. <laughs> so That's Fabrics. fantastic. And I had a lot of fun. <laughs> I can even see some YouTube videos still where I'm like DJing. Really? They're on no my, they're on my uh, YouTube Yeah, I'm going to look that up immediately. <laughs> <laughs> I was I into a hardcore stuff. Like it needed to be very fast, like 140, 150, 160 BPMs easily. For What's me. that? Is that like uh... beats per minute? I know that, like, but like what hard kind of songs are like It's that? like it's like progressive trends, what you would call it, or, oh or like God. happy hardcore, what it's called, <laughs> it's and so all deep. this wow. kind of stuff. I I love to be that's a DJ. Cool. That was that's, that sounds like an insane amount of BPM. Like, <laughs> like especially if you're just sitting there, just yeah. Look, back in the days, I was in BPM. Now I'm in TDS. So oh. it's it's really depends. <laughs> just an acronym after acronym. Yes. After. <laughs> I actually did DJ for a moment too. 
Okay. Uh, my DJ name was DJ Homo Negro, and <laughs> <laughs> and we had. I like a, that. Yeah. Good name. Oh, Catchy yeah. name. Well, my my friend just yelled at me when we were very drunk once, and I was just like, "All right, I'll be my DJ name." I we just we did all vinyl, uh, no electronic music. So. But hey, wow. I started with vinyl too, but it was yeah. electronic music on my vinyls. Mm. So I had really like big. Big vinyls and it was it was really yeah. fun actually to do it and I learned and I I sucked in the beginning like mm. really badly yeah. huh? it's like obviously also did I <laughs> it's it's the same like and you're you're progressing and I even still have a little like DJ set here at the at the building but mm -hmm. I don't have so much time anymore now I'm doing the podcast and I'm busy to drink water all the time and yeah. drowning well, myself can, every day you can be the first water DJ just <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe I should start this career again. Yeah, huh? yeah, it's yeah. like it's, it it's a passion what I really loved. And look, I did a water tasting with Diplo once, and it was for me like really fun to yeah. to talk to a obviously a really successful DJ yeah. in the electronic music. And he's very humble. He's a very nice guy. Mm -hmm. And I had a really good talk with him about like DJing a little bit. So it was fun. <laughs> it was fun. And he was Maybe like, look at day. me. Are you sure you was a DJ? Said, yeah, I used to be a DJ. Yeah, <laughs> that's like awesome. for sure, like thousands of people told him that as yeah. well. But He tweeted once to me back and said, like, yeah. hey, Martin, I'm in Spain right now, and I love Vichy Catalan and drinking Vichy right now, what we had on the show. <laughs> so that was pretty cool. Aww. No, good good guy. Good guy. And I'm following him now, and I'm, I'm happy to see his success, too. So, 17, okay. Here in Hollywood, you, you did a... Yeah. Stand up, and yeah, I that got didn't booed. I actually like they really? they physically wow. they, they got they booed me, and <laughs> I didn't do it for eight more years. And then I was back in Seattle. I was twenty five. So what did you in the eight eight more years then between? Oh, college had to happen during that time. Oh, okay. So you tried to <laughs> uh, school. I got a regular corporate job, uh, and I was just doing like I just like did like theater stuff. I did spoken word, which you don't need to know what that is if you don't know what it is. <laughs> It's poetry, uh, and okay. I that was terrible, <laughs> but I did that, and then eventually, like around 25, was like I just went and started doing it again, and it just like uh, oh, I can I have some. It actually works. Yes, mm. I I like 17 and 25 is a giant gap. And you started this then again back in Seattle. Mm -hmm. This is with me back in Seattle, and I did that for about five years. I quit my job at a corporate. I went to start working back at restaurants, and hmm. that's then I ended up like find like about five years in. I was like, all right, I need to get to LA. Because you can't, you can only do so much in Seattle, and there's no money. And you're like, all yeah. right, I gotta even make money. How big is Seattle? How many? Seattle people is in a there? good size city. It's a metropolitan okay. city. Um, it's not as big as LA, but it's still like traffic filled. Uh, but it's really pretty. Like you can go out, like you, you can go any direction within 20 minutes and find like the middle of the woods. Okay, and that's not cool. Be bothered. I like that. Yeah, it's. Have you not been? No, I've never been to I Seattle. I think you would love Seattle. I should go. I think you. Is it cold right now? Um, it's not. It doesn't get that cold. Okay, like it. If it's it hits, rainy. Yeah, it it's getting rainy. It gets yeah. rainy. Same like with Berlin. Yeah. Well, it's, if you're so used it's... to it. I think you'll be used to it with the Seattle weather. You'll probably think of Germany when you're up there because there's a lot of lush green stuff. And okay. And there's a city within itself. Nice. And there's a lot of water. A lot of yeah. water. <laughs> getting excited. <now. laughs> it's like maybe I should go to Seattle at one point. Yeah. Seattle, <laughs> like downtown Seattle is leads to a port. Oh, this is cool. Because so, it's literally like it's yeah, yeah. where all the crabs come in. There's and a big, all the yeah, big market in, there yeah. and stuff. Beautiful. Yeah. That sounds like a good plan. We should all go to Seattle. Yeah. So how is the comedy scene in Seattle differently to Los Angeles oh, and to Hollywood? <laughs> Can you be like there, like the same open 
mine it here, like in Los Angeles. I think like because Los Angeles yeah. is so like very open to everything and nobody's like shocked anymore by anything and you can pretty much say whatever you want. You can, but I like I think like with Seattle, like it's um it's a very progressive city, very like it's the most literate city in the country. So it's okay. a lot of readers. So it's a very smart audience. So if you're trying to do a dumb joke, they're gonna be like, nah. That doesn't Try work. Again. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, hmm. you have to go high concepts or a little abstract or just more storytelling and so like they, like they definitely like my voice is sort of based on how the audience has reacted there. Hmm. Um, but when you're here, it's definitely like it's a free for all. Any style of comedy can go anywhere. So like like Seattle, I'd recommend like that kind of audience like smart. You have to be very smart. Otherwise, they're just like, get out. <laughs> right. I don't need wow. to. Wow. Hey, look at that. Yeah. They're not very they're very picky. Do you yeah. think it helped you to oh, start yes. your career in Seattle and not here oh, yeah. in Los Angeles because the audience is so much tougher? Well, it's not so much tougher, but there's uh, there's more stage time for a new comedian in Seattle. Hmm. If you're a new comedian in LA, you're not going to get very many opportunities yeah, it's, outside of an open yeah, mic. It's, I think it's the same like what I hear sometimes with actors. They're coming to Los Angeles and they're like so excited, obviously, because everything pretty much happens here. Yeah. And then they're realizing, holy shit, I'm one of like one billion people exactly. yeah. who, are, who are trying to get into the industry. Mm. And then they're saying maybe it's better to go back somewhere where obviously they are producing TV shows or I don't want to say New York because New York yeah. for sure is a very, very tough yeah. city as well for this. But I mean like going back to a little bit smaller city and trying to make it there. Mm -hmm. And when you make it there, then coming back and trying to get the opportunity in Hollywood. Well, the whole point of it is like if you don't have the experience, you can only get so much work. So if you're in a smaller city, you get way much, you get more stage time, you get more experience, you get to develop all these skills. And if you come here and you're like, I'm fresh and new, you're like, well, you're gonna disappear because no, unless you, yeah. unless you're like Charlize Theron at the bank, and they're like, oh, we want you to be on TV. But that's yeah, yeah. that happens like one in a billion. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's almost like winning the lottery, I think. Exactly. With with actors, mm -hmm. yeah. but it's so interesting. I said this to Frankie for two weeks ago because mm -hmm. Frankie was working yeah. and we were working together, Solomon, and I had a feeling that. The comedians are more hardworking people than actors. <laughs> and I don't want to do this like in general. So I don't want to piss off actors, obviously, who's trying to make their yeah. living here. I don't want to say this at all. But it was interesting for me to see that comedians had a little bit more work ethic. Because I don't know what it is. Is it like because it's hard as a comedian or because you need to be in standing out of stranging people all the time as an actor maybe you don't yeah. do this because you're doing your auditions with mm. two or three yeah. people but you guys having going on the stage right away to strangers and making jokes i think because with acting it's very much you don't live in the moment it's very like you have to kind of like think like i like for but comedians you're like you have to be constantly present you have to constantly be like focusing mm. on what's going on yeah. so being attentive to people's needs is also important like that's if i if i don't make somebody laugh it's because i'm not paying attention to them and what they think is funny so like so it makes sense that we have a good work ethic because you a your success is not soon like every comedian that gains any sort of momentum it takes a decade so you have to work hard you uh -huh. have to go up on stage as many times as possible so uh -huh. a good work ethic is the only way to become a successful comedian you can be a lazy actor as long as you have the skill set. <laughs> yeah. You know, like... Makes it's like having yeah. a good way to show that you <laughs> yeah. don't need to maybe as, do yeah. work somewhere yeah. else. Yeah. As long as you show up to your auditions and you get the part, that's different. But if you're, yeah. like, as a comedian, you have to be there for your shows. You have to be paying attention to the audience. You have to go to mm -hmm. your job. So it's like, you have to constantly have, like, you have to have a rigorous schedule to, in order to become a comedian. And eventually, you'll get a little... Like, I'm. this is probably the mm. most rest I've ever gotten <laughs> in, like... A decade, but yeah. it's still I'm still very busy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, interesting for me. I think the difference between actors and comedians are too, because as a 
actor, you're getting a script, you have mm -hmm. to get into the role yeah. and you have to deliver them the role. As a comedian, you have to create something else for yes. yourself. Huh? All the time, you need to invent yeah. yourself. You need to invent yourself. Obviously, when you're like a very, very successful comedian, you have maybe a late night talk show or something. Right. I know you have writers for it at one point, but still, like as a person like you who trying to still make it, and you already made yeah. it, I think to a, an amazing account. But still, you want to push it further. You want to push oh, it further. That means you have to create all the time new jokes and all the time new new ideas. But that's the fun part. That's the best part. That's because it's like eventually doesn't become work no more. Like it's, uh, and that's like, even like with late night host, even they still, even though they have writers they are like, I, they still have like, I need to have something created on this on my own. Um, and I think that's just the way you have to be. You have to constantly be thinking of work and you have to be constantly thinking of mm -hmm. new material. Cause like once you get like an old joke, that's tired. You're just like, I don't want, if I tell sure. this joke one more time, I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to kill people here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like, I know it makes people laugh, but I got, I, uh, yeah. to, you I need to move on. Yeah. It's the same. Like when you are like a musician and you're mm -hmm. playing every day, the same song, because this is your number one hit. Yeah. Yeah. And every time you, the people or the audience wants to hear it, it has to be brutal sometimes. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure that sucks. The great thing about being a comedian is that people don't ask for the same joke again. <laughs> No, that's great. Yeah, musicians, definitely. you're like, have you tried to, if Journey tried to place Can't Stop Believing? Yeah. And I'm like, what are you doing? And imagine this, since 40 years, I have to play this same song. Oh my this God. has to be terrible. It's almost imagine. like, oh no, it's, 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 yeah. that has to be terrible. They probably just go numb. They're probably just not even there anymore. They're yeah, just they're like, zen. <laughs> whatever, mm -hmm. I know the chords. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to plus this out. I think so too. Yeah. I think so too. So where are you getting your, exp or like your, your, um, your ideas? Oh, wow. That's... Your inspirations. That was the word I'm looking for. Um, the the main thing is I always try to do something new. I try to go on a, like a vacation. I try to go and do something else because it's like it's sometimes I just can't think of something and it's like oh it's because I've just been sitting at my house playing video games for three days. <laughs> that's why I can't think of anything. So I have to go and do something. Uh, so that's usually like my because uh, it's my jokes are from my experience. So the only way to experience something is if I go out and do it. So. Yeah, I just go on vacation or go on a trip. I go see family or go to do something with friends. And then eventually it's like, okay, now I have a new joke about this. Or I just have mm -hmm. an idea about this. Reading the news also helps me a lot. Um, <laughs> uh, <sure>. <laughs> 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 really? Yeah, there's a lot of things to make fun of right now. Um, I believe you. <laughs> yeah, one person in particular over and over every day. Yeah. <laughs> and he delivers pretty much jokes oh, you can use right away, huh? Yeah, sometimes they're too easy. Sometimes you're like, all right, I gotta, <laughs> I want to mm. develop something smart about it. But it's really hard to make smart jokes about a dumb person. <laughs> it, is, it is for comedians. That what interests me is it for comedians now almost like a god giving like because you you have so much to mm. like we talk about it every day now. It's, or yeah. is it more like holy shit he's pretty much a comedian too now and it's oh. very tough tough to understand or the, to see the difference mm. now between what is reality and what is comedy. Mm -hmm. Well, the thing is like the thing that the formula with comedy is like tragedy plus time equals comedy. Unfortunately, because of him, it's constantly tragic. So you kind of have yeah, to. <laughs> it's, it's... Uh, so you kind of just have to. Um, like it depends on what you want to say, and that's like, and that's the thing. Like you want, I don't want a joke that's gonna last a month or a week. Like it's nice to have those here and there, mm. but if I want to have something substantial to say, it's like okay, I just kind of have to. Like he is a big idiot. It's really hard to just pick one thing. So you just kind of like, okay, what piece of information can last longer out of mm. this? So. Sometimes I take the dumb thing he does and apply it to a thing in my something life. Yeah, more universal. Something that's like this is what how a good person should be. Yeah. <laughs> Do you feel like that you're pissing off sometimes people I hope who voted so. for him? I actually I made somebody very upset. I made a Trump supporter very very mad. Uh, Did he called you out or? Oh yes, it was a show in D.C. Uh, and I was I was 
Oh, I called. I was. I called him ugly uh, <laughs> for like five minutes, and Trump supporter jumped up. Was like he's richer than you, and I was like, "That's not my number one problem." <laughs> That's awesome. Lots of people are richer than me. I'm perfectly fine with this. This is funny. <laughs> but he got very um, mad, and then he left, and he he called me a, he called me a dumbass and got out. And I was like, I don't care. <laughs> uh, we we talked with Frankie about yeah, this, yeah. and I know like because I did with Tom Segura two times the episode of Your Mom's House podcast mm -hmm. and obviously Tom Segura had his special out right yeah. now on Netflix and he pissed off some people in Louisiana. Yeah. So it's very interesting mm -hmm. and I and I saw him on Conan recently and we were talking about this and he's pretty much like fine with this. He's like whatever. It's like what it's, it's comedy, huh? Let's yeah. let's face it. But do you feel like sometimes backlashes? Of course. I don't mind. I don't like that's the thing is like when I when I'm literally making fun of a person that somebody is like really protective of They're gonna get mad, and um, I don't care. <laughs> and do you feel like even like almost like okay, the joke really works because I made people sometimes mad? Because yeah, I made that person mad, but the rest of the audience was on my side. Uh huh. Uh -huh. Like it was like it was like it was one person, but it was like 90 other people that were like having a great time. So I'm like, I I don't uh, care about you, sir. So it's collectible damage. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you can be mad <laughs> at me. Collateral damage. Yeah, because yeah, once he got mad at me and I went against him, the whole audience was just like roaring in applause i'm like all right i don't care about you sir <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. because it's i feel like sometimes uh with my water business mm -hmm. that people can get very upset and yesterday in the restaurant yeah i had a oh, person it was yeah. very interesting so two people showed up mm -hmm. in the restaurant sat down and you know me Solomon. i'm the yeah. nicest guy i'm the last person who would be saying like hey you gotta drink now bottled water yeah. i'm like hey we got here the water menu yeah. we can do filter tap water whatever you like huh? whatever you enjoy today so they looked at the water menu. They started to like read some pages and made it fun of this. And there was like the uh, older gentleman with his daughter, mm -hmm. I think. And they started to make fun of the water menu. What I'm totally fine with. I don't have a problem yeah. with mm -hmm. that. Hey, at least I'm making you laugh. That's a yeah. good yeah. thing already. And then they're like, oh, this water menu is ridiculous. What, what the gentleman said to me. And the lady, the younger yeah. lady, what I thought she should be maybe a little bit more open-minded. Nah, she was trashing that thing as well. <laughs> and I was like saying, do you know what? Just yeah. like, hey, there's a lot of people, water has taste and there's a lot of people who don't like to, to drink alcohol maybe or for religious reasons. Like we're offering a beautiful water menu, but we're offering tap water yeah. as well, free of charge, whatever you desire. huh? And they're saying, so what do you think the kids of Africa about your water menu? <laughs> yeah. They're sitting inside a Michelin star restaurant. So they're uh, sitting, correct. Yeah. They're sitting inside of a high-end yeah. restaurant where, like, more luxury doesn't yeah. work anymore. And I was thinking, like, what has this to do now? What had Africa mm -hmm. to do now with my yeah. water menu at Race It's, or at Patina? Yeah. Oh, Because I had this at Race sometimes yeah. too. Oh, I've I've dealt with it because I was there for the first implementation. Yeah. <laughs> the and then and then I said. And maybe you could even say, "Oh, you mm -hmm. mean my neighbors?" Yeah. Or something like this. It's like <laughs> whatever. Yeah. And then I said, ma'am, you know you're sitting in a luxury dining restaurant. Yeah. So what has Africa to say about this? <laughs> yeah. huh? And I didn't want it to piss them off because of I had to be very careful because mm. I'm just a server in that moment yeah. and they're my guests. So I don't yeah. want to piss them off. But then I said, you know what? It's like when they piss, when, like, when they're like mm -hmm. going like this mm -hmm. on me about Africa, then yeah. I told them, you know what, ma'am, let's face a lot of these companies who are in my water menu actually helping in supporting mm. uh, countries who don't have access to clean water mm -hmm. because they're raising money, spending money, all this kind of stuff. I never heard that the Department of Water and Power does that. Yeah. <laughs> and I looked at them huh? and they're like, oh. Yeah. So they left. Well, that's... <laughs> <laughs> But they left because they said, 
we are not so much hungry. Mm-hmm. So that was interesting. And I think it was a walk-in table. They had no clue where they actually were. Yeah. Uh, when you walk into Patina, you pretty much know right away what kind of restaurant that is. We have a yeah. menu outside. You know the price point. But some people don't understand the price point. It is $95, and I totally get it. It's yeah. a luxury restaurant. When it's not the fitting, it's totally fine with me. That's the reason we have different options. Yeah. On, on campus, it was the same with Ray's. Yeah. When people said, I want my French fries with ketchup, okay, we have the Market Cafe, <laughs> and this will be perfect for you. Yeah. And we even way faster and way easier for everybody. And sometimes I think it's important to say to your guests as well, maybe it's not the right restaurant for you. What well, is totally fine. We just yeah. want to help them. Yeah. And when they feel uncomfortable uh, with the whole setting, mm-hmm. why you want to sit here? <laughs> you don't. It's like, hey, you want to if you want a good experience, <laughs> like correct. This, this, is a, this is a great way to get it, mm, correct? And no, I was, yeah, I that's that was always like people would pop up every once in a while and just like you, they, I think people specifically came to make fun of the water menu. Oh yeah, sure. <laughs> oh, we had a lot of people just like, making fun of the water the menu. It's like you're you're coming to make fun of a thing by literally <laughs> sitting down at the place that has it. And but on average, I think you, I've seen you turn around people who were just right. Oh up, yeah, flat all, the out making yeah all the time, all the time. And I love especially the people because exactly when we started the water menu yeah. it was on i think on a tuesday we did the press release on a tuesday mm-hmm. on a wednesday the first crazy people walked in yep. to the restaurant and said you're completely nuts guys and i had f- some hate calls yeah from mm-hmm. all around the country it was very interesting for me <laughs> all around the whole country yeah Jeez. i had really interesting calls and they're like this is the most ridiculous thing ever and you cannot charge eight dollars for a bottle of water and I was like what eight dollars that's not even expensive wow. for me now yeah. anymore because we're <laughs> charging 150 right now at patina for yeah. one bottle so and some people were like so upset and i was thinking like do i kill their daughters or something like what did <laughs> i do to them yeah. i just offer like a healthy beverage for americans and yeah sure you're gonna charge money yeah. for it yeah. because i'm a restaurant person i need to make money somehow yeah. it's not like that we're like giving everything for free and again it's an add-on option yeah it's not like I'm raising the taxes for everybody and everybody can get mad about it because it's mandatory it's not a to get a tax. It's Correct. <laughs> it's like, it's not a requirement. Huh? You can come in to raise or yeah. even at Patina yeah. and I'm more than happy to serve your tap water for free. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm the last person you would judge you even on tap water. <laughs> the last person. I will smile and pour the tap water for you. It's fine with yeah. me. Yeah. So, Have you ever gotten a lot of negativity on like your social media or like big YouTube videos that you've oh, been in Oh, I've gotten... I don't... I've actually set it up in a way where no one can really, like, send me negative comments. Oh, uh, really? Like, it's, it's... Well, it's sort of... If you're not... If I don't follow somebody, then mm. they really can't just message yeah. me where I can see it. Like, they can... Yeah. It can be there, but I won't see it. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. So... Yeah, it's uh, it helps. Yeah, oh, it helps a lot. Uh, <laughs> yeah. well, it was just for my mental health. It helps a lot because Excellent. a lot of people say a lot of mean things to me. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I feel like just for like anybody, like if you put like an innocent baby up mm-hmm. online, there'd be a yep. horde of people trying to kill that baby. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. Huh? No, yeah, but I, what is it with social media? Because they feel like kind of like secured well, in their in their. Everybody gets a voice, cloud. you know. Yeah. Like if you have somebody that's like really popular and has a platform, like if I comment on that, I'm part of this person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, platform, yeah. You yeah. Know? like I'm part of the experience. Yeah. That's true. And there's also anonymity. I'm never gonna see mm. this person. They can yeah. say whatever they want to me. I'm not, and that's and that's fine. Like I don't, I don't mind it. It's just uh, people specifically do things a certain. Like if you do something online, you should expect a certain reaction. So therefore, yeah. I just go. This is what I want to talk about. These are the things I want to say. So yeah. and I also know a lot of people can have opinions about them. So I don't want to sure. see what they gotta say. Mm. Yeah, and then, because I learned it the hard way. Mm-hmm. I have to say, when I started the water menu, I was not expecting this. I don't even want to say backlash because mostly it was positive. And now it's just mm-hmm. positive. That's yeah. almost scary sometimes that I feel like there's <laughs> yeah. once in a while a person who said this is stupid and you're an idiot and yeah. you're the most 
biggest scam artist on this planet. Mm. He's like, yeah, whatever, it's fine. Huh? You just just waterboard yourself with Dasani water. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's 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 fine with me now. Huh? I I learned it, yeah. and I'm I'm fine now. Mm. And sometimes the comments are really funny. I'm yeah. sometimes really laughing at yeah. comments. But my PR agency said, Martin, at long the content is great. Yeah, what they're writing about you. Everything else, what the people saying beneath the comments, don't even bother to to read them. Mm. Huh? It's oh, like yeah. because f- there will be always people who say this is crazy, and so some some other people will say, "Wow, that's cool." Yeah, there's no such thing as bad press. Correct. That's the yeah. thing. That's like you. It's another way to promote yourself. Yeah. So go ahead and say a mean thing. It's gonna get us more more of traffic coming towards the thing that I want people to look at. So. Yeah, I think so. This is this is pretty much what it is, and I real and I realized as well. Sometimes it's actually good. To have like a little bit controversy mm-hmm. on yourself, yeah. it helps. Yeah, it actually it helps. You have to have a thick skin, but it yes, does correct. Help. Yeah, 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 it's like yeah, we, we really need to drink a lot of water and <laughs> relax yourself sometimes. And, yes, but it's it is a controversy always helps. It doesn't matter. And yeah. what you're actually saying, Solomon, I totally agree with you. Uh, bad press is good press too. Mm-hmm. And at this point, I'm like fine with this now, and I understand that you cannot please everybody. Yeah. It's just easy. Yeah, if it you do please everybody, then you're terrifying. You know, yeah, and then maybe <laughs> then you have a problem too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, how is your how is your comedy skill? Like, what is your idea about your comedy? What is your like right. your vision? Do you have a vision when you like when you're doing jokes or writing jokes? Are they jokes? What do you think? Like, okay, this is like under my standards. I would not like do this kind of jokes or. It depends. Like, there's I, I I have certain standards and stuff. I I just for me, it's just uh, I definitely don't. I want to do more good than harm. But that's just as a person. Uh-huh. So <laughs> that like, if I see a joke is like being like, oh, I'm doing more damage than making people laugh. I'm like, all right, I'm mm-hmm. gonna back up a little bit here. Um, but on average, like I I like my idea is I'm usually just in the shower, just hanging out, <laughs> and then I take a like it's like. But uh, then I, I get an idea, and then I'm like, 45 minutes later, and still in the shower, I'm like, okay, now I have a joke. <laughs> That's huh. it takes me, because I don't really sit down and write. I don't like have a set time mm. where I'm like, I'm gonna sit down and write a joke. It's, nothing uh-huh. comes to me then. Yeah. Uh-huh. But if I'm just like, oh, I have an idea, and I just start like, like doing like washing dishes, taking a shower, walking around. Eventually, I just that it just jogs hmm. that way, and I just keep flowing with that and. And it's just like, yeah. and then you're building the and you're creating the joke, or is it like, oh yeah, suddenly you have this ins- mm. inspiration. There's the joke, and then you're like building it even up, or you're exactly. testing it out on on other people, or on I, my I, guests back in the days at race, or <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, well you, Marcella lives with me, so if I have a if I have a new idea, um, yeah. I usually am like I walk by her, I'm like, and I don't say it like this is the joke. I'm like, here's an idea, and she's like. And she's a great litmus test of like, no, that's not funny. Yeah, she will be, she will be very honest. And I know. We will have Marcella on the show as well. I'm very excited because I love Marcella. She's just yeah. a great girl and she's very tall too. So it's always... She's shorter than me, so I don't really know. <laughs> <laughs> and it's... We might need a shorter chair. Yes, maybe. I, yeah. <laughs> but I still feel superior. <laughs> Do you think comedy is something that you can learn? Like it's just oh, somebody has it or... No, no, no. I think really? well, I think there are more people that are more inclined towards it. It's definitely mm. a feeling you have, uh, right. and like mm. I've, but I've also seen people that are really good give up and not do it anymore because it's it is wow. definitely a harder because it it sort it knocks your ego all the time because you're mm. only no matter what you accomplish you're only as good as the last time you performed. Yeah. So if I have a bad yeah. set, that's gonna that swipes the whole slate clean, wow. and I just feel like I'm only as good as this set, so I have to get a good set again. 
Uh, and that like that's really a lot of people can't handle that ego hit hmm. over and over again. So it's one of those things where I think it's somebody it's anyone can learn how to do it, but not everyone is equipped to deal with that kind of hmm. <laughs> that kind of uh, depression. That's a really yeah, interesting it's, perspective because yeah. I've been watching this show comedians in cars getting coffee. Yes, guys that, with, it's so good. It's really good. But Jerry Seinfeld, the guy from the Seinfeld uh-huh. show, just mm-hmm. drives around in cars with comedians and he asks them that question a lot. And most of them go. Nah, you either have it or you don't, you know? It's and I think that It's a possibility. I think I'm I'm Because it seems for you when you're telling your story like when you were seventeen and then you bombed and yeah. then you came back and you just had like a totally different experience with it, you know. It seems like it's something that you can like develop, a skill you can develop. There are some people who I've seen try for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> Not get it. I'm not going to say they're going to be terrible forever, but maybe one day mm. after a long yeah. time, they'll figure yeah. it out. Mm. But do you really, and would it be fair as a comedian to say to another person who's trying very, very mm. hard to say, maybe it's time for you to move on? You know, I want to tell that to every comedian I meet. I just want to be the only <laughs> yeah. one. <laughs> just, I just want just them all stop. to give up just so stop. I can only have the. <laughs> <laughs> that, is so that is brilliant. No, I think about everybody else quitting all the time. It's. <laughs> uh, yeah. Did you ever thought about quitting? Oh, of course. Uh, I, I, like, I think about quitting twice a year and then i'm really? then i think about the uh, the other life i can have i'm like i don't want to do that at all yeah. thank you so much <laughs> i'm still in the restaurant business mm. yeah <laughs> when did you big i don't want to say successful when did you like started the calling gig was it already like building up to it or did somebody approach you to it or what um, was the deal there because when i when i was start like i probably started working with you right when i was beginning in the la scene and people were slowly picking up on what i was doing um, and I wasn't, I wasn't intending to get on television. I was just very much focused on getting uh, very good sets and mm. people acknowledging me and inviting me to do more shows. Yep. Uh, and then hopefully doing more shows out of town. How does this even work? Because, look, I'm not a comedian. <laughs> I'm just a guy who likes to drink water. So <laughs> for me, like, okay, you're coming to the city. You're yeah. getting your apartment. You're getting a job. It was back in the days yeah. at Race with me. And I'm giving you... All the time, fire about my guest <laughs> and all this kind of stuff. Like, hey, it is what it is. That's my job, yeah. huh? To to get everybody like on it. And then are you realizing, okay, so I want to always have my second career in place. Mm-hmm. So how do you start to get even in there? Open mics, I heard always like open mics a good possibility. Open mics is or... where I started because that's that's in how I started in uh, Seattle. But uh, with a few more years of experience, people tend to notice you more. And um, if you have some connections, which I did have a few here. Um, you know, more established comedians and they'll help you get onto other bigger shows. Okay. And that's exactly what happened. It was like, I was here for a while. Um, more established comics were here that I knew that were like, yeah, get on this show. And then I started doing more and more popular shows. And I ended up doing a, one of the most popular shows at the time uh, in LA, which was uh, The Meltdown, which is at the uh, comic book shop. Yeah. Hmm. And that show was actually the, the second show that I did there was the one that got me my Conan set because the booker was there and he wow. saw my set. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And he was actually there to see another comedian, and he heard the reaction uh, the audience had to me, and he walked out and watched my set. <gasps> and then he went up to the booker of the show, and she gave him my contact information. So the next day, I got the email. Really? Called right away like, and said? 
Oh, that wasn't that was I've lost my mind. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but sure, Crazy. it's a, it's the same with me when I started on Conan and I was like, what the hell, huh? Yeah. Conan, really? Yeah. Conan? <laughs> I'm not a comedian. I'm just yeah, again, huh? like I'm. It feels great. It's uh, it's uh, and cause, but my process was it was a four month process of like sending my uh, my tape back and forth and him going, well, give give this a go instead, and then like right two weeks before it, we changed, we had my set dealt set up, and then I went mm. up and that was. I don't remember anything that day. <laughs> no, I believe you. No, I believe you. It's wreck. almost like a, a, yeah. a you're a completely different twilight zone mm. when mm -hmm. you're going on this kind of like important thing because you know not just you want to deliver perfectly, yeah. you know that your whole career maybe is exactly. on the line right now. Yeah. <laughs> huh? Because when you suck like really badly, yeah. this will be tough to get back on. Yeah, mm. it's um, gonna be everywhere. <laughs> yes, correct. And this is, I think, thing. But there's like thousands of views already on that, huh? Oh, for mine? Uh, I think it's like 500,000 views. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Check it out. Right? <laughs> <laughs> we need the exact uh, numbers. That's for my first one. Oh, geez. Oh, we Let's have to see. confirm with the world. 524,000 views, yeah. huh? This is crazy. Yes. Crazy. And then you did another one mm -hmm. I saw. When yes. did you do this? That was three months ago. That's amazing. And That's great. Then I... Yeah, I've just been around lately. I've just been on TV too much. I'm gonna be on TV again too. That's <laughs> what happened. What what what's going on? No, I'm excited. I just keep there. I'm doing very well. Uh, I've been writing for TV and being on TV. And oh, this month I'll be on Drunk History. Uh, that's the next TV thing. Okay. What are you uh, doing there? Are you have you not seen Drunk History? No. Nope. Oh, I think you enjoy the show. It's uh, where somebody gets uh, very drunk and uh, retells history. And they have uh, celebrities reenact uh, the drunk story. Oh, I <laughs> oh, love wow. this. <laughs> I don't so there's, I'm, yeah, I'm doing it on the 27th of February. Oh, cool. cool. So. On which channel is this? This is Comedy Central. Comedy Central. Nice. Mm -hmm. You're working closely with Comedy Central. They're the I ones think, that are huh? taking care of me the most. <laughs> mm. Because you're a comedian, obviously. Yeah, that's the number one source uh, of income for me. <laughs> that's amazing. And you have your own album right now out. Yes, I do. And it is with Comedy Central as well. Uh, yes, Homo Negro Superior. <laughs> and you can download this on iTunes? Yeah, uh, it's uh, it's available for sale on iTunes and also, but it's available across the board. And if you don't want to spend any money, it's on Spotify. But cool. people okay. should spend money. <laughs> I saw yesterday, I think you have it a little bit on YouTube too. Mm -hmm. huh? You want to maybe listen into it for some. Oh, geez. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how much I want to hear my own voice. Ah, <laughs> uh, be brave. <laughs> White boyfriend? Oh God, yeah. When what I'm, what happened to him? Oh, I broke up with him. <gasps> Solomon. <laughs> I'm sorry. I did it via text. If it makes you feel better. <laughs> right, now let's let's see what oh, Solomon no. has to say on his album Homo Negro Superior about white boyfriends. Look, I do love him, but he doesn't seem to comprehend that I'm not as white as him. You know, based on being black. Uh, and we, I participate in activities that I usually. I'm not that, like, he loves going to brunch. That's fine. I'll go to brunch. <laughs> I'm not going to call it brunch because that's the exact same time I have breakfast every day. <laughs> I, I'm with you there. <laughs> I'm be happy about spending those prices because I'm 35 years old. I know how to poach an egg. I don't want to spend $20 for it. For $20, I can poach eggs for everyone in this goddamn room. <laughs> But it's true. Okay. <laughs> That's a crazy thing, huh? I don't need to be surrounded by a bunch of people coming down with cocaine <laughs> at 10 in the afternoon. Sorry. <laughs> so there we were at brunch. <laughs> 
And my boyfriend does this thing where he takes a picture of his food, which is definitely a white person syndrome that I want nothing to do with. <laughs> <laughs> I see it for what it is, but I'm from a third world country, and taking a picture of food means you're stealing its soul. No, thank you. <laughs> I like that. I like it. But there he was, taking a picture of his food. Um, and unbeknownst to me, uh, he took a picture of my food. And then he posted that on the internet for the streets to see it. <laughs> like, I didn't know until I got home. And I got the Instagram notification, popped up, flipped that open, and there it was. My black hand in front of a crepe. <laughs> With the most amount of hashtags, you guys. <laughs> so, like, I had to scroll up three times to get through all of them. So, hashtag good company, hashtag blessed, hashtag black boyfriend. I got it, okay? <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, my boyfriend is 5'8", uh, I guess. Uh, and I'm six-foot goddess. Um, and he thinks he's the big spoon, and that's fun for me. Yeah. <laughs> Shop on in like a backpack. Let's have a good time. <laughs> because if anybody walked into that situation, uh, they would see, they'd think to themselves, like, wow, Psalm is doing so well. He got a little white man as a pillow. <laughs> <laughs> that's my dream come true. <laughs> That's all I've ever wanted since I was a boy. <laughs> okay. uh, <laughs> I have been very great. fortunate this year uh, because uh, I managed to acquire. Oh, oh, that's, that's funny. my voice. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Comedian who is more influential to you than others. Um, <clears throat> there. That's a really tough call because I was um, mm. I was a bit of a comedy file. Um, my definitely my obsessions uh, as a kid were Eddie Murphy and. Uh, and Richard Pryor and George Carlin. Wow. I love Richard yeah. Pryor. Yeah. And I ended up like, and then like I started. Brett Butler was another one that I loved a lot. Um, Roseanne also was one that popped mm. up as a kid. Uh, and then throughout my teen years, Margaret Cho became like a very big inspiration mm. for me. She's, I think, like the the best. I've <laughs> like that. Wow. She was like a very like life changer for me as a performer. Um, and then yeah, but for me, there's like hundreds of comics that I would listen to as much mm. as possible. <laughs> You're getting inspiration from them? Oh, of like course. Like for all the other comics? And it's like, oh my God, yeah, this joke is amazing. And mm -hmm. maybe I can, I don't want to say steal it because that's a big no-no, I heard. No, no, no. In the comedy, <laughs> in the comedy yeah. season, there's always like some controversial about like, oh, he stole that mm -hmm. joke from that comic for like 10 years ago. He made already that joke. Yeah. So do you Google sometimes the jokes, what you're creating? I, I do, and then see like, because let's face it, sometimes two brilliant minds have the same ideas. Yeah. And that's the thing is that when, when somebody calls you out for that, then it's like, oh yeah. I'm, but I'm also very selective. Uh, in regards to what I talk about. And on average, not many people will talk about gay African things, so I can be very <laughs> safe in that way. Why not? <laughs> I just happen to be one of the few. Uh, and so that's, so I've been very fortunate, like, because of experience, I can avoid a lot of, uh, a lot of similarity in jokes, but I try to, like, you definitely want to be careful. And, but the thing is, like, I do like watching other comedians perform, and they are always going to be inspirations. Uh, and you're definitely, There's, they're just ways. They just like whenever watching another comedian, they just, there's just a thing that just makes me feel like I need to go create more. So that's why I like doing it. It's like it keeps me happy to be doing it. Like that, that's mm. so yeah. Maintaining inspiration, maintaining the love of comedy, 
I always get that more out of watching other comedians perform than actually me performing myself. Hmm. Because you're living with Marcella, who's yes. a very successful comedian mm -hmm. too. Uh, do you doing like brainstorm jam sessions? <laughs> um, no, not, not in that sense. We, we talk amongst each other. And if we have like an idea that we want to shoot here and there, but we do like in general, just watching each other perform is I love watching myself perform. I have another uh, comedian uh, roommate, David Bory. Those two, I'm always happy to watch perform and I sometimes I like taking a little break from seeing them and then coming back and seeing them with uh -huh. new stuff that is that is my favorite thing especially mm. with those two like when like when they have like I have a, I have a, of a new joke I'm like oh man I want to I definitely want to see it and it's always fun that's it's great. always very fun it's like your sets involving Like, because, mm -hmm. like, as a restaurant person, for me, for example, we have a menu set yeah. right now from Andreas Roller. And it's not like that we're changing the whole menu suddenly. Yeah. We're just like, okay, we're tweaking it there, we're tweaking it there, then we're changing this suddenly, then we're changing this. And then over the time of period of three or four months, suddenly the whole menu has changed. Yeah. So is this the same with your sets that you feel like you're creating new sets and it's it's implementing new items in the it's new exactly sets? And then at is. one point, it's a completely mm -hmm. new set? Yeah, that's exactly what happens. You just... Because you can't, like, build a whole new set, especially if you're performing for much longer periods of time. Like, yeah. I'm not going to make a new 45 minutes in a, in a, in a day. Yeah, yeah. So you just go, okay, I got this in there. Then I can, yeah. So it's the same by the, so usually by the, within a year, my set, my set, my hour is going to be a uh, year and a half, going to be completely different than the year and a half before. And it's just going to be like, oh, now I can go record another album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah. That's interesting. So I'm getting thirsty here, yes. and obviously it's Planet Water, ah. and we, we're not on Comedy Central right now, we're on Planet Water, the H&M podcast. We drink already Fiji the whole time to hydrate ourselves, but I brought some pizzas today, mm. and uh, we want to taste some pizzas versus, um, versus water, mm -hmm. to see which water is the ultimate pizza water. Pizza water. So we'll see, huh? <laughs> we'll see. So... Maybe we want to start with a vegan pizza oh, because nice. we all know that Chance is vegan mm -hmm. and I had to be very careful and I was very, very strict with the people who made the pizza today saying, okay, guys, uh. <laughs> I, have a, I have a good friend. He's vegan. Is that even a possibility for you in this, in this establishment? <laughs> and they look at me, yeah, sure, no problem. It's like, awesome. I think it's normal. Yeah. But when you're, yeah, when, we're trying to, when you're trying <laughs> to get on the west side a vegan pizza, that is easy. Yeah. <laughs> when yeah. you're trying to do this, in the middle of the country. No, 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 don't it will not. It will not <laughs> gonna happen. Can I get a vegan uh, pizza? Yes. You can go back to where you came from. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, what is that even? What is the word <laughs> vegan? Yeah. So I think, Trent, you have the vegan right behind Ew. you. That looks pretty good. The only problem what we obviously have is it's all cold now. It's oh, like okay. too, too bad, huh? It's like... And this is from Domino's? Yes. Cold pizza is very American. It looks And very, like, artisanal. It looks very artisanal. Yeah. Especially because, the way you cut it. Because I told them what to do. <laughs> so I wanted a vegan pizza with olives, with mushrooms, and with sliced tomatoes. Oh. Dried sliced tomatoes. I don't think that they are like sun-dried, sun but... No, they're just dried tomatoes. On the, on the <laughs> roof of uh, Domino's on Sunset. <laughs> with a little smoky flavor from all the uh, gasoline cars. Oh, yeah. So obviously yeah. that's not going to happen. So let's see. Hopefully I can actually taste anything because, again, my nose, and you can hear it, I think, uh -huh. more and more. My nose is completely stuck now. But it makes your voice deeper, which is nice. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. So, cheers. Cheers. Mm. Not bad. Not bad, huh? No. I think so, too. I love, I love thin crust. Huh? I'm a big thin crust mm -hmm. guy. I hate pan pizzas. 
like New York style, like deep dish. Mm-hmm. Uh, can't can't eat that. You know, can't eat deep dish. No, I'm not like deep dish. Right. I don't know why. I don't tell you that's my favorite. Really? I just, why? Because you love the the dough so much? Yeah, it's almost like lasagna. That's. <laughs> why I like it. Yeah, you got a point there. Mm-hmm. So let's see, hmm. Fiji water mm-hmm. and vegan pizza. I feel like it brings out the flavor of the bread. Yeah, of that's the crust. right. Oh, 50% mm-hmm. of my pizza just landed, I think, on the floor. My wife will love me. <laughs> yeah, it's going to take you forever to get down there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sitting very high. Mm-hmm. Huh? I have to be careful here. Okay, let's see another water. Mm-hmm. All right. I like it. I have to say, mm-hmm. it's a it's a good pairing. It doesn't disturb or something. Mm-hmm. So we have Starkey water. Mm-hmm. What this, I like too. This one I'm not familiar with. Ah, uh, from Idaho. Oh. Oh, nice. Yeah. Let's see. This is still water too, so we want to do mm-hmm. still versus still. There we go. I love the bottle design of Starkey. I think it's very mm-hmm. cool. And I love the water too. It's a very, very good water. What's the TDS of Starkey? Oh, do you know what? I don't have it in my head right now. Oh, hmm. come on. Unbelievable. What's wrong with the water so many? Huh? It's thinking about Let's B- see. BPMs. Um, PA range uh, 360. Oh. So it's a little higher than Fiji because Fiji has 222. Mm. Let's see. It is a little harsher on the palate, mm-hmm. I think, than Fiji. Mm. I think that's why I like it a little more, though. It's a good water. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This one I can, I can actually taste. Mm. Here we go. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. By Fiji, the, the earthy notes of the bread came better for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now I think the tomato is a little bit more mm-hmm. powerful. Yeah. The fruit complexity comes a little bit more popping. Mm. Super interesting. And we're talking about two waters who are pretty close to mm-hmm. each other. Because Fiji 222 is Starkey 360, but Fiji has this sort of silica again. Yeah. So that that I think the silica smooths away maybe the tomatoes mm-hmm. and gives the bread a little bit more complexity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Versus Starkey has a nice kick to the end. And what as what we said right away, when we just tasted Starkey by ourselves, mm-hmm. had like this small little like harshness to it yeah. what I think is actually nice with the very bold flavors of the mm. tomato it enhances flavor yeah. yeah good pairing I like <laughs> this <laughs> okay Shans will stick with the vegan one yes <laughs> and what are we moving on to Solomon and I mm-hmm. we have Hawaiian style I'll go with Hawaiian and we have pepperoni sorry my arm is very weak because I go to the gym for the first time. <laughs> for the first time this in is your a, life? This is my second week. in. Ge- well, I've been before, but not done it for more than a day. I actually had this gym membership for a year. <laughs> and wow. You just feel like it was just like on your mind, huh? I got I got a gym membership. That already is like the placebo yeah. effect that you feel better. Exactly. And I then I have, I have a personal trainer who's like, you have to do this now. And my arms are like, okay. <laughs> so what is your personal trainer doing with you? Um, it's just uh, teaching me how to work out properly. Mostly being in the right position because uh, mm. I didn't that sounds like more sexuality than <laughs> than a gym huh? being in the right position it's important to you otherwise you ruin your body <laughs> <laughs> you 
In which way now? <laughs> uh, <laughs> both. Uh, both ways. Oi, 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 oi. Um, okay, and, and what did he teach you so far? Uh, mostly just chest out, retracted shoulders kind of stuff, which yeah. I didn't. I would have never done. Why, why are you doing this? To yourself now? Um, because I have to be on TV forever, and in order ah, to get on TV, okay, you and to you want to be pretty. Yeah, I want to make the big money. Oh, he you know who totally transformed body-wise is Dave Chappelle. Like he went away, a little skinny yeah. guy. He's back now, <laughs> and he's like ripped out. Really? Yeah. Like he's, he's got he's, he's got a little he, head now <laughs> compared <laughs> yeah. to his buff body. He does. It's crazy. I don't know if I can. I don't want to get. I don't need to get that buff. I just need to. <laughs> Tom Segura did this. Mm-hmm. Tom Segura yeah, was like a lot of weight. S- strong guy. And then he did this on purpose with his mm. fans to say, please fat shame me completely, oh, like really badly. Oh. And it helped him to, to reform his body. It's incredible. Yeah, I don't want that at all. <laughs> <laughs> but you're a skinny guy. Oh, yeah. I, like just, you've I, never been, I never saw you like... No. But I still need a... Well, there's a little bit of a... <laughs> yeah, everybody has this. Huh? It's like, it's... Huh? No, no, no. <laughs> Excuse me, Chance. He just Chance just said to me like, "No, not me. I'm just a goddess. Yeah, I'm, I'm sitting here, completely ripped, perfectly worked out. That's right. I don't have to worry. So next time we're doing our wet t-shirt contest. No, <laughs> <laughs> what Maybe kind of water are you use? What water? What <laughs> I did this once for the Playboy magazine. No, Playboy Radio. We Very did a nice. wet t-shirt mm-hmm. contest. We had the different waters. We tasted all the different waters. And then a wet t-shirt contest. And then all the girls came in, the bunnies, and did mm. a wet t-shirt contest yeah. with all my waters. I was like, oh, wow. shit. What's oh, happening? Wow. It was in the morning as well. <laughs> Eight o'clock in the morning. Just you're a doing, wet t-shirt contest. You're doing brunch with your ex-white boyfriend, <laughs> and I had to survive 20 bunnies uh, on a wet t-shirt contest. Survive. I'm sure that you were fine. <laughs> I was fine. My wife, not. <laughs> uh, was she there? No. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> But she was listening. <laughs> she oh, was listening boy. and she saw the pictures afterwards. She was mm-hmm. like, don't touch them, huh? You have any phone <laughs> no. numbers? They say, no, don't worry about it. <laughs> you better don't have them. Cheers. Hilden, Hilden Cheers, water guys. from Great Britain, huh? Yes. Let's see. The Queen's water. Mm. Little sparkling to mm-hmm. it, huh? A little fizziness. Not too intense. Yeah. I think it will be maybe matching nicely with the Hawaiian. Let's see. My palate is just bled right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so bad. I don't know. I've ever done sparkling water with pizza before. Let's see. Ooh. Oh, so you're here doing with your vegan pizza. It really goes well with the mushrooms. Uh, not mm. the mushrooms, the olives. The olives? Yeah. They're stronger now? Yeah. Because my the the olives have like this, this slightly bitterness to it, mm. and obviously Hilden, when you're adding yeah, like carbonation, kind of, yeah. uh-huh. there's like this, the acidic notes from exactly. the carbonation coming in, and that mm-hmm. might be an so interesting. I think the olives pass. have sort of like a metallic taste to them, you know, and then the acidity from the Hilden like brings that out. It enhances the uh, pineapple. Uh huh. Hmm? Yeah. You got a point there. I like this. Hmm. It's yummy. Yeah. It's good. Mm. And this is, is it naturally sparkling or is it just? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a natural sparkling water from Great Britain. Mm-hmm. The queen is drinking this and Solomon, you have to be careful when you're drinking too much Hilton water, your arm will do like this or like this. <laughs> be careful there. I'm going to get too fancy? Yeah. I've we always wanted to be too fancy. Really? Hilton with dominoes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a slice of pepperoni. Let's grab that. 
Alright, this is the arm thing that I'm having. Oh yeah, sorry. No, no, it's okay. Be brave. Your personal trainer will be very happy with you that you're doing this. Sorry, Chen. <laughs> None for you. None for you. But you get you're still you're being pizza there. Mm -hmm. Everything is good mm -hmm. over yeah. there? Cool. Okay, so pepperoni. We need something stronger, I think. We're going to go with the Vichy Catalan. Mm -hmm. Okay, there was a dog in the background. Sorry. <laughs> Who just been, been drove over by a car, I think. <laughs> Hopefully not, but that was like the sound. Have mm. you seen the coyotes up here, Martin? No. no? You haven't? No. I've seen them twice. Really? So just a block down the street, I live for Martin, and every once in a while, there's a coyote who goes up and down the street. Jesus. And it's huge. A huge <laughs> coyote. Um, we have coyotes in my neighborhood, but they don't bother us too much. They usually run away from us. Yeah. I, I think, like, let's face it, we're living right here by the mm -hmm. Running Canyon in Hollywood. Um, this is the beauty about, yeah. about this area, that you have so much, so much nature. Mm -hmm. And I think it's cool. I, I, I love yeah, to see, like, cool. wildlife. Obviously, yeah. it cannot be dangerous. We have to be careful. Yeah. But again, uh, we came. They were before <laughs> huh? They exactly. were before us here. So I don't believe in this always, like, oh, that's not okay that suddenly a coyote is here. No, yeah. it's not suddenly. Like, well, we showed up. Too. <laughs> yeah, we showed up. So I live, like, in, um, like, the Mountain West in Wyoming most of my life. But what I hear is, like, the coyotes out there in that region, when you kill them, it just makes them worse. Like, they just get, like, smarter. Like, they're so good. Uh. Like, they've evolved so much. They just, like know how to withstand anything so when you actually attack them they just reorient themselves to mm. become even worse than they I already believe were. I believe this. <laughs> because let's face it they yeah. want to they want to uh, survive yeah, on this planet and when you're gonna kill two or three the other people will figure out yeah, exactly. okay how, how did they get killed yeah. let's be smarter yeah let's let's face it we're doing the same we're nothing else than animals mm -hmm. and when you see somebody going on the street without looking and get killed Maybe the next person who's right behind him, maybe I should wait yeah. for my green light. <laughs> so it's like when it comes to like really like straight dumb, dumb thing now. And this is exactly the same, I think, with, with, with all animals. Yeah. 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 Talking evolution on planet water. Um, <laughs> however, in my neighborhood um, where I live, they actually, there was two parrots that were let out. And because of that, there's now a pack of parrots. <laughs> I love this. You there's, know, in Pasadena, that is awesome. there's like tons of parrots flying around. Really? It's, it's the same yeah. packs. They they travel between where, Highland Park, where I live, Pasadena, and also Burbank. So it's crazy, yeah. there's like there's a good chunk of them now. When <laughs> I first moved here, I just heard all this, and I lived in Pasadena when I first moved here. You hear like all this crazy like screeching. You're like and tropical stuff. Like, islands. Is there a zoo like, here? Well, I didn't oh yeah. Know it was, I didn't think it was the birds. Like what is that? What are those birds? And I look up, and it's parakeets. And then the guy's like. Yeah, they try to mimic the cars and stuff. Mm -hmm. like, <laughs> and it's like, really what? annoying. It's very piercing. Yeah. Oh, I believe yeah, this. It's scary. They are loud. It's really scary. <laughs> they can be. They can be going nuts. But that's because somebody just like I'm gonna. I have a male and a female. I'm just gonna let them out. I'm not gonna take <laughs> care of them anymore. And now they just run. <laughs> that is crazy. Yeah. Look, in Germany, that wouldn't happen because it's fucking freezing. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. they're gonna die right away yeah. outside. It's like it's raining all the time right now. We have minus degrees. I think minus ten degrees right now in Berlin. So we're obviously talking about. Uh, celsius not yeah. fahrenheit and it's very freezing so these kind of animals would not survive at all and mm. our birds what we have in the summertime they're all going to africa mm -hmm. they're flying over to or the mediterranean yeah. sea wow. um relaxing over there it's the same like what old people do now yeah. these days it's like okay it's go find going, the sun going to mallorca <laughs> going to florida this kind of like relaxing over there and then going back mm -hmm. um during the summertime 
It's exactly the same with mm. with with birds in Germany. You won't see any, well, mostly no birds in Germany in the winter time. Yeah, really. <laughs> Only here, here yeah, it's usually sense. pigeons are out, and that's about it. Um, yeah. But pigeons aren't even native to America. They're actually from France, and they were brought here as food. And really, yeah, and wow. the only re- and people stopped eating them, so now they're they have very run the entire country. <laughs> yeah, they're pretty much running yeah. the entire country. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How many? What do you think? How many? How many pigeons would be right now in the United States? Oh, I millions, awesome. millions, yeah. now. more than people, millions. I would guess. That's a tough call because we've had some. Oh man, when we were here raised, we had a couple of pigeons that didn't <laughs> they hated us. So when somebody's listening in and somebody's into birds, yeah. please let us know yeah. how many <laughs> how many pigeons are living right now currently in the states. In the states, that would be really and interesting. Send it to us via mm-hmm. carrier pigeon. Yeah. <laughs> get oh a pigeon God. to tell oh us. God. Yes, get a pigeon to tell us. Oh man, that would be great. Cool. What do you think about Vichy Catalan from Spain? The high minerality water with Ooh. the pepperoni. You I, like it? I like it. Um, it's definitely, it's always, it's a stronger water for me. <laughs> it is a stronger yeah. water, yes. Conan spit it out in front of me <laughs> when I gave it to him. But I have to say, it's very strong by himself, but when you're eating the pepperoni, mm-hmm. because the pepperoni is a little bit salty too, it's not that strong anymore. And that's always funny for me, to see the, the impact of, of food versus water. Yeah, that's how it is with the vegan pizza. Mm-hmm. But it also gives it sort of like a, a meaty taste, which is interesting. A meaty taste? Yeah. yeah, like the pizza has like a meatier taste. I, I, be, I believe you. Every, I mean, mine has meat on it, so I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I like this one. But it took me a while to get used to Vichy. I believe But now, now I, I enjoy it. Again, yeah, when I was weird. It really does. It has like a meatier taste mm-hmm. to it. It's interesting. When I was on at the Playboy mm-hmm. radio, and the girls tasted Vichy, do you know what they told me? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> they looked at me. Oh, it tastes like beep. Oh my god! <laughs> it's like okay, girls. Mm-hmm. It's very salty. Good wow, for you. Not <laughs> <You're> lying. <laughs> that happens. Oh. That happens. Cool. I like this pizza mm-hmm. and water. Mm-hmm. Good. Good idea. Good mm-hmm. thing. It doesn't need to be a Coke. It doesn't need to be a soda pop or something like this. Which is my main problem. Yeah? It's the, that's cause it's also that's soda and pizza is just like a <laughs> it's like a heartburn today. <laughs> so. mm. Look, I haven't drinking a soda for a long time. Really? Yeah. Um it's still delicious. I used uh, to be addicted <laughs> to it. When I was a kid, I was addicted me to too. soda. I remember my parents would keep it from me, right? And if I went a day without it and then I drank a soda, it just like euphoria. Like it was mm. an actual addiction, but I haven't really? drank soda for years. Funny, yeah. You know? Yeah, we didn't. We weren't really allowed soda very often. Mm. We were, my mom would only let us have Sprite, and that was about it. Okay, because it looked then. like at least water. So your mother oh, felt yeah. like, okay, it looks at least at least clear. it's clear. And so, but otherwise, she'd be like, no, you're not gonna have Coke. <laughs> That's she didn't want us, especially things with caffeine. And you have seven kids, like, no, get it out. Seven. <laughs> what are your interesting caffeine? When I was a kid, we went on road trips. They would give us Red Bulls because it like knocked us out. It was weird. Wow. Well, like, it's too much caffeine or what? Yeah, I guess so. All passed out like, in the yeah. back trunk? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. My parents gave me vodka. Wow. wow. <laughs> my, my parents just threatened to kill us. Uh, that, <laughs> it worked Another better. thing. It look, worked. look. It's like we all have our, our childhood, so. Mm-hmm. Red Bull, vodka, killing. Yeah. A little bit more extreme, I think. A little bit of your beer way. works sometimes. But I think like, how many, how many siblings do you have, Chance? I'm the oldest of eight. 
Oh, wow. But that's between my Eight. mom and my dad. So my mom's side, I have five other siblings. Okay. And on my dad's side, I have um, three other siblings. You were seven. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. They beat me. Uh, yeah. but, like, but they're all from my mom. We only had one source. I just have two more, and that's it. And wow. I'm the youngest one. I'm the I'm the I'm the luxury <laughs> paradise child. Is there a, a big age gap between you and six years? Oh, okay. Wow. And then and then eight years from my sister from Tula and Mano, my brother, is six years older mm-hmm. than I am. And I was an accident. It's fine yeah. with me now. It's okay. My well, you mother think always kids are on purpose. No, my, <laughs> my mother denies this every day mm-hmm. when I'm when I'm talking and I ask her, I say, "Come on, mother, huh? It's like it's, <laughs> come on, you had two children and a dog, and then suddenly yeah. I showed up." Come on. My parents said, because they were young, like they were in their teens when they had me. I think my mom okay. was 16. And my dad was like, "You, we were young, but you were not an accident. But your brothers were accidents. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. It's all brothers? Um, so my mom, I have, between my mom and dad, I just have two brothers. And then my half-siblings, my mom, it's a half-brother, half-sister. And my dad, it's three half-sisters. And for your Solomon? Oh, there's only there's two girls and five boys. And you're like in the middle somewhere. I'm number or? five. I'm you're number well, five, and, so you're but, pretty much in the middle. But with that many kids, everyone's a middle child. No one, <laughs> <laughs> no one's getting the right amount of attention. But was it? You think it was planned from your parents? They always thought like, no, we want to have a lot of children because there are some parents who say like, uh, do you know what? We want to just like be baby machines. Yeah. And it's totally fine. It's like it's amazing to. I think it's one of the greatest gifts mm-hmm. you can give on this planet to give another life. Mm. So therefore... Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's very cost-intense, obviously. Yeah, I'm, yeah, my parents were... My mom, I think, just very much was like, she got pregnant and she was very much like, I can adapt to this. So she was like, she was used to being pregnant. And But by the time like we came to the States and when we were in America and she was about to have my youngest brother, afterwards, they're like, we can also tie your tooth. And she's like, close it up. <laughs> yeah. Lock <Yeah>. it up. <laughs> Take the key. That's great. So yeah, the second she had the option to not have kids anymore, she's like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to take that one. What are your parents thinking about it that you're a comedian now? Um, they're fine. They're, they're okay with well, it? Well, especially like my mom, everyone's was like, do you have to say you're gay every time? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, don't <like> <laughs> they don't like that. Yeah. But on average, she's just, they're, they're very happy. They're very supportive. Great. And your siblings? Uh, my siblings are the most supportive. My two younger brothers are my biggest fans. Like whenever I they they come to my shows in Seattle and I barely have to say anything before they start laughing. Oh, this is cool. <laughs> They're very good. This is great. My siblings are very supportive mm-hmm. as well with me. Obviously, when I started this whole water thing, they always thought like, "What's wrong with him? Mm-hmm. What's wrong with our youngest mm-hmm. one? It can be <laughs> it can be water. It can or it can be wine. It can be beer. It can be everything. Why is he choosing water now as his career choice? But now they they love this yeah. and mm-hmm. they think it's fun and it's cool what I'm yeah. doing and it's great to have supportive parents, obviously, and supportive. Supportive siblings. Yeah, the sibling support is the the best one because that's mm. like, oh, you're always gonna be there. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. My mom, uh, my sister's coming over in October, oh, so we should we wow. should invite her to the podcast. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, this will be fun. Great. No, thank you so much. I think that was a fun fun little thing. So, Solomon, yeah. when people where you where you next when they want to see your life? I'm actually uh, I'm gonna be on tour with a band uh, called Deer Tick. Uh, oh, they're a fun wow. band, and I'll just be opening up for them. What kind um, of music? It's sort of uh, they're they're very versatile, but they're sort of like a uh, almost like an Irish um, folk like, but also rock out. It's really hard to explain. Like, wow. how did how did this came together? I did um, oh, I did a, five shows with them last year for one of the legs of their tour, and they invited me back because we had such a good time. Cool. So yeah, it's that's gonna be great. Fourteen awesome. days, fourteen shows uh, over a couple weeks. So like, I leave the twenty second. Around the country or where? Uh, mostly the northeast. 
um, and one show in Canada. But it's going to start in Portland, Maine, and I think it's going to end in Vir Richmond, Virginia. Okay. Where can people find the tour dates? Um, the tour dates are on – there's my website, which is salmongeorgia.com. Uh, that will link to that. And also just deertickmusic.com slash tour. Oh, here we go. Mm -hmm. We can even go yeah. to the upcoming yeah. shows. I think. Upcoming yeah. shows. Here we go. Let's see. And here we go. Yeah. There it is. I'm a on tour, tour with Dear nice. Tick, mm -hmm. Treeford Music Fest, headlining at yes. Rooster Teeth yes. Feathers. Very nice. Yeah. And then obviously you have some social media accounts. So of course. It's Solomon Giorgio all across the board. There, there's Facebook mm -hmm. right here. Then we have Instagram. Yep. Oh, how cute he is. <laughs> the, the difference between this and this picture is quite something, huh? It's oh, like yeah. Well, one of them is a professional picture. The other one is just me having fun in a hotel room by myself. <laughs> so which one is which now? Oh, okay. Oh, Never they're, mind. they're all <laughs> me. <laughs> and then obviously on Twitter, you're very active, I think. Huh? Yeah, Twitter that's is. where I get the most uh, amount of knowledge, yeah. uh, acknowledgement. It's been wonderful. It's always funny. But I think that's where the comedians mostly. Twitter mm -hmm. is their... They're pretty much where they can have mm. the most interaction. Oh, yeah, I can throw jokes out there. That's the best yeah. part. I, yeah, and yeah, then yeah. I have a and bunch. people can see what's going on. People can see what's going on. They can get mad at me about it, and then I oh, just ignore them. <laughs> it's always good to get <laughs> mad about it. No, great. Thank you so much, Solomon. It was Thank great you, to have Martin. you today on the show. I'm happy to I was be here. very very excited. Awesome. Chance. <laughs> Let's see what's happening on 11 next mm -hmm. week. Uh, for sure, we will do something fun as well, and. Again, thanks, guys, for listening in here today to Planet Water, the H&O podcast. Please like us. Please send us an email. That's always good. Where yeah. shall they send us an email, Chance? Planetwaterpodcast at gmail.com. Here we go. Very simple. Send us some pictures <laughs> where how, how you drown, drown yourself in water. Um, <laughs> and it's always fun to have all the comments. A lot of people are commenting always on Instagram for me. That's great, too. I love to stay in contact with everybody. And this is the most important thing because we want to interact with you guys. And, yeah. Let's stay thirsty and hopefully I will listen and, and you guys are listening in to episode 11 next week. Thank you so much, everybody, and have a great day. See you guys. Planet Water Podcast.